Welcome to our message for today. We are on the sixth of the seven holy virtues. Today, the message will be on fortitude, and our text for that message comes from the Old Testament book of Esther, chapter 4, verses 8 through 17. Mordecai also gave him a copy of the written decree issued in Susa for their destruction, that he might show it to Esther, explain it to her, and charge her to go to the king to make supplication to him and entreat him for her people. Hathak went out and told Esther what Mordecai had said. Then Esther spoke to Hathak and gave him a message for Mordecai, saying, All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that if any man or woman goes to the king inside the inner court without being called, there is one law. All alike are to be put to death. Only if the king holds out the golden scepter to someone may that person live. I myself have not been called to come into the king for 30 days. When they told Mordecai what Esther had said, Mordecai told them to reply to Esther, Do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silence at such a time as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter, but you and your father's family will perish. Who knows, perhaps you have come to royal dignity for for just such a time as this. Then Esther said in reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews to be found in Susa, and hold a fast on my behalf, and neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will also fast as you do. After that, I will go to the king, though it is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. Mordecai then went away and did everything as Esther had ordered him. Let us pray. Almighty God, sometimes we know the right thing to do, we just are fearful of doing it. We worry about consequences. What bad thing might happen to us if we choose the right path? Today I ask that your Holy Spirit would give us courage to choose what is right, no matter what. May we, like Queen Esther, choose the good path, no matter what. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. Prudence, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago, is not just knowing what is good, but doing what is good. Well, fortitude gives us the strength to act on the good without regard for consequences. According to the Roman Catholic Catechism, fortitude is the moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. It strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. The virtue of fortitude enables one to conquer fear, even fear of death, and to face trials and persecutions. Let's be honest. Sometimes we know the right thing to do, but we're just not willing to pay the price. We don't want to suffer the consequences of doing what is right. Now, sometimes our reluctance to do what is right is a result of what psychology calls the bystander effect. Individuals are less likely to offer help to a victim in the presence of other people. In other words, if an individual sees a person being mugged in a deserted area, that individual is more likely to help because they're the only option. However, studies have proven that if a person is mugged on a busy street 
within the view of numerous apartments, people are less likely to help. In fact, in research, often no one helps. The larger the crowd watching, the less likely it is that anyone will step up and help. No one wants to risk becoming involved, so they leave it to the other people. No one wants to do what is right. Fortitude, however, calls us to take that risk. Now, not just any risk, but any risk that leads to what is truly right and good. So we're not talking about bravado. We're not talking about a carelessness just to prove something. Again, we're not talking about jumping off of the roof of a house into a swimming pool to prove that we're brave, but that we are willing to risk anything in order for what is good and right. Esther is a beautiful story of fortitude. Let's review the story. Esther and her cousin, Mordecai, were among the Jews that were taken into captivity during the Babylonian captivity. Persia then conquered Babylonia, leaving the Jews as captives of King Ahasuerus in Persia. King Ahasuerus throws a party and calls for his queen, Queen Vashti, to make an appearance wearing a royal crown. He wants to show her off, but she refuses. As a result, the king deposes her, kicks her out of office, and she is shamed before all the people. Then King Ahasuerus sets up a contest to choose a new queen. The contest, quite frankly, resembles TV's The Bachelor, where the king brings in all the most eligible, the most beautiful women in the kingdom, and he has a night with each one of them. And if they are not the best of the best, then they go into the harem. But if they are the best, the one that is the best of the best will become his wife and the new queen. Well, during that contest, the king actually chooses Esther the former captive, the Jew that was taken from Jerusalem and elevates her to be queen of Persia. A captive Jewish woman becomes queen of Persia. Around the same time, the king elevates a man named Haman to be one of his top officers of the country and orders that everyone should bow to Haman. But one day, Haman passes by Mordecai and Mordecai has a choice. He can do the easy thing bow to Haman, and keep the peace. Or Mordecai can choose the right thing. Mordecai refuses to bow to anyone except God alone. He will not pay that kind of honor to another human out of his respect for our God. Well, Haman is insulted by Mordecai's fortitude and crafts a plot to exterminate all of the Jews by hanging Mordecai's act of fortitude threatens all the Jews. Like we said, sometimes doing the right thing is dangerous. And maybe not just dangerous for ourselves, but for those around us. But So Mordecai's act of fortitude has actually risked all of the Jews. And yet he doesn't waver. He stays with his commitment. Upon discovering the plot to kill the Jews, Mordecai approaches his cousin, Queen Esther, and ask her to talk with the king about the situation. Now, that's a big ask. Going to the king without being called is punishable by death. Esther faces a very real and present danger. And yet Mordecai encouraged her to have fortitude. Perhaps you are queen just for such a time as this. And so Esther agrees, and she risks her life 
to save her people. She risked dying before the king by approaching him in order to save her people. And in fact, the king spares her, and when he learns of the request, when he learns of Haman's treachery, the king decides that Haman will be hanged on his own gallows, the very gallows that were intended for the Jews. Fortitude, facing your fears, even fear of death, to do what is right and good and holy. The need is great in our time for Christ followers with fortitude. We cast our ballots for the candidate we believe will lower our gas prices and increase our 401ks. Without regard for policies that will affect the poor or refugees or the marginalized or, or how it will affect equal rights for women, people in our time are reluctant to risk our wallets or our retirements for what is right. Can we really imagine that we would lay down our lives for what is good? A while back, I had the opportunity to sign a letter asking for the conference to do what what was right, knowing that my request might offend my boss. I'll confess, I was torn over whether or not to add my signature. But finally, as I prayerfully considered it, I discovered that my only reason for not signing the document was fear of impact on my career. The document was good, and it was valid, and it was the right thing. The only reason I had to fear is that signing it might hurt my career. So I had no reason not to sign. I added my signature, and it did attract some negative attention. But I am happy that I was able to make that stand with God's help. I've not always been quite so brave. Melissa and I were walking in New Orleans one night when she saw a couple of drunk women dragging a homeless guy into the street just to have some fun. I confess, I didn't want to get involved. It might cost too much. The The bystander effect is real. But Melissa stepped in and, and put a stop to it. She stopped the two women from messing with the homeless gentleman. That's fortitude, the strength to do what is right, even if it's dangerous. I'm reminded recently of Rick Warren, who took a stand for women in ministry at Saddleback after going through most of his career embracing his denomination's view on the ordination of women. He finally took a step back and looked at the reality of it, looked at the scriptural background for it, and openly affirmed the ordination of women. For his act of fortitude, he and his church were kicked out of his denomination. You see, sometimes our problem is not that we don't know what is right. It's having the fortitude to do what is right. This week, consider what you believe to be right about marginalized people, about the poor, about any other group that is suffering. Consider what you truly believe to be right. Now, answer the question, what will you do about it?